Alright, what's up everybody? I'm Matt. I'm Jimmy. We are Two Average Guys. Good to have you back. Good to be back. Nice new video too. That was a nice little video, nice little yes. intro. Thanks, Brian. Um, very happy to be here. Uh, I got my sport, my UNO gear today. Um, we're going to talk uh, talk a little bit about, he's I got his Huskers. Nebraska for sure. We'll and, talk. And a rule shirt too. He's got your rule shirt. Very nice. Rule the trenches. Um, we got we got some good content to cover today. I think really uh, we're going to start off talking a little bit about uh, UNO hockey. Uh, had a really good yes. weekend, rough weekend last weekend, but had a really good weekend now. Uh, and actually, their previous series against North Dakota was pretty good as well. We'll talk about that uh, going into the rest of the season, kind of what that looks like. Um, but then we also have we'll talk a little bit about basketball, um, which we know is a struggle to talk about sometimes, uh, especially for two guys who are not huge basketball fans. Uh, but we'll, ch we'll chit chat about that a little bit. Um, and then from there, uh, we'll go into uh, a little bit of college football, uh, kind of the Big Ten landscape right now, because there's kind of a lot. There's a lot of movement going on in the Big Ten. So it'll be interesting to see uh, see some thoughts there. Yeah. And then we got a couple NFL games. Yeah. So a couple games starting here pretty quick. So we're absolutely. But before we do that, I want to give a big shout-out again to our sponsors and Backswing Brewing. Uh, thank you for the beer. Uh, I've got a bug eater going here. Um, so we got nice little, uh, nice little brewski going on this Sunday afternoon. So hopefully if you're, if you're enjoying your day, you want to get a little pregame action before we uh, get the Chiefs and uh, Ravens kicking off, then enjoy your beer. Yeah, mm. absolutely. It's and nice. on that note, before we get into hockey, uh, we are going to be – uh, doing something with Backswing Brewing um, for Omaha Beer Week. Okay. So Omaha Beer Week Sweet. is in like two or three weeks. I think it's mid mid February. Uh, I think it's the week after uh, Valentine's Day. Okay. Or maybe even the week of. So uh, we've been talking with TJ over at Backswing. He wants us to to get together, talking about maybe some beer Olympics, uh, something involved there. So uh, we'll have more yeah, details sure. and get it over your way as soon as we can. Uh, but looking forward to again getting uh, more and more on site presence at Backswing because. Great place to be, uh, a lot of good beer, uh, good beer and also a lot of good company. So uh, if you haven't for been sure. there, get yourself over over in Eagle Run to Backswing Brewing. Yeah, so, I'm excited to see what again. we got going on. Thanks for again, sure. team over there. Um, all right, UNO Hockey. UNO Hockey is been around for, for quite some time. I mean, they had their 25th anniversary a couple of years ago yep. of being an official college hockey team. Um, and... They've had a lot of really good players. They, they've got a lot of guys that uh, have either been in the NHL, NHL prospects. Right now you have, obviously, Jake Gensel's the big name uh, playing in the pros uh, for the Penguins. He's been there for, Quite I don't know, while. seven years maybe now. Right. Uh, he he's got on, a couple cups. He was on the Frozen Four team for UNO. Yep. So um, they – and Gavin has been there. He's coaching in his sixth year, seventh year. Uh, hell of a good coach. I think they have a very strong team overall, and they have over the past few years. What we've seen, though, is they struggle to kind of get over that hump. They lose yeah. games they shouldn't lose. But the, the last three series have been uh, frustrating while also exciting and interesting at the same time. So normally they, at least over the last handful of years that I can remember, they're usually pretty good or, or really good for, like, the start to middle of the season, and then they kind of drop off at the end of the season. Yep. And, you know, when it comes down to it, they don't get in that large because they lost too many games down the stretch or they lose some bad games early in the year and it hurts them when it comes down to it yep. because it's a tough conference. You're, I mean, you're going North Dakota, Denver, St. Cloud back to back to back weekends. Yeah. I mean, that's insane. That, that's probably one of the toughest stretches in college hockey. And so and, and to play those three series, I mean, Denver and North Dakota are the top are four, three teams in the conference. Four and five. And then St. Clouds. And two of those are on the road. Yeah. And they won. 
they won three games on the road. Granted, three of them were two overtime and a shootout. Here's, still here's, wins. here's the thing with shootout and overtime, a win's a win. I don't right. get, I know that. I hate the standings. I hate how they do the standings. Yeah. I mean, I understand. It's cool if you win a regular, you know, a regulation, you get a regulation wins three points. Yep. That can really jump you. But if you look at the standings, UNO's in seventh out of eight, which sucks. But the gap is pretty significant because they, they are, they're winning games. They've yes. beaten everybody. They haven't played CC yet, but they've, or Miami. <laughs> they haven't yeah. played CC or Miami. No. And CC did jump up to number three, but uh, Miami's constantly at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've beaten everybody. They won at Denver. Yep. They yep. got swept at home, but they won at Denver. They beat St. Cloud three out of four times. Yeah. Two of them were shootouts, one of them in overtime. But, you know, they beat – they split with Western. Yeah. They split at North Dakota. And, and that's that, I think, is what kind of sets them apart from some of the other teams in the conference is the amount of times they split. And, I mean, I would love to see more sweeps. It'd be great. But, again, in this conference, it is hard to do. Again, when you go to North Dakota, I mean, those fans are nuts. I can't stand North Dakota fans. But I love their passion. because It's like Husker football, though. Yeah. That's their thing. It's passion. And that's what what I have for UNO hockey. That's what what we have for UNO hockey and and Husker football. The passion is there. I just can't stand their fans. But they, they they struggled last year. And right. we ended up going to North Dakota at the end of the season, and I think we got we maybe split or we lost both. I can't remember. To end of the we needed to win those games. Well, we did. We hosted them. Well, okay. before, before we hosted that. them. Okay, you're we right. We played on the road, and I think we had maybe one. It was CC and North Dakota, two teams we should have swept. It was in our last you know four games of the season, and I think we had Miami in there too, and we only got like three or four of those games of the six. But we didn't get even all those three points in each game, and then we host them at home, and we Got lose two or three at home, and that—that's the end of the season drought that UNO can't have because right now they're playing some of their—I hate to say best hockey because there's times when it's like, oh my god, what just happened? But they're playing good hockey. They just need to get that full sixty minutes in that is really going to push them to that next level. Well, and close. two weeks ago. When they played North Dakota, you know, when you watch on NCHC TV, you get the local, yep, you know, the home, the home uh, announcing whatever. Um, they were interviewing somebody in between periods, and it was a former alum, North Dakota alum, and guys like he kept saying, "I like this Omaha team, man. They they play hard, like they they're taking it to us right now." Yeah, and I was not expecting. I really wasn't. At you know, at the end of the first, at the end of the second, it was the same thing. Yep. I'm really impressed with this UNO club, and they they they've gone to overtime ten times this year. That's what I was gonna say. They're, ten they're, games they've gone to overtime. They're also year. if you count last night with a shootout, they're eleven and one in one one uh, goal games. Oh dang, I didn't know that. So ten and one technically shootout, okay. whatever. But that's good. Like that's that is fantastic, and I think you have to win those games. You got to get down and yeah. dirty. What UNO does really well and what sets this team apart against probably any other team I have watched for UNO over the years is they are probably the hardest working team. They struggle on defense. They don't have the best defense. They have, they have, a, they have an aggressive forecheck. But they, they, when they're aggressive and they play their game aggressively on the forecheck especially, their team, they're going to win games. And that's that's how they won both those games at St. Cloud. That's yeah. a hard place well, to go and win. Going back to – that whoever that uh, alum from North Dakota was, he was like, they finished their checks. He's like, 
they were showing a highlight, and, and he's like, "Man, they just finish every check." And yeah. then they're talking in between, you know, in the in game, and they're like, "North Dakota's not gonna hit anybody right here." Nope, didn't hit anybody, and then we score or something. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, "Yeah, you don't take the body, you know, like UNO does. You know, they we can't do that because we can't score because we're not doing that." Something they, like that. They have some very physical players with Sullivan. Mancini is huge. Proctor's a big guy. Uh, Vidoli will get down and dirty. I mean, these guys, Lancel is a new guy. Ellis, I mean, these guys are not afraid to hit and put the body on a player. And again, much different than probably what we've seen. Last year, they did a little bit of that. They were pretty physical last year, but I feel like it's even gone up a notch with some of the new guys they got in. Well, and then on the flip side of that too, you have guys like Mueller and Randall that are veteran guys that are getting game-winning goals, yep. overtime winners, shootout winners. Well, and the new, um, the new uh, addition of, uh, of Zach Erdahl as well from Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah, he's been killing it. I mean, He's been he, scoring every game. He had four chances last night. He had four chances. Like, three of them were breakaways. <laughs> and he made a great move. The goal, and the goal was a freshman. It was his first time ever playing. It's first start. Or first start. I don't turn first time ever playing, but first start. Right. He played a fantastic game. And Erdahl tried to go five-hole once. The other time he tried to go stick-side. Um, and I think the and other he went one high on on the shootout. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. He, he I went too high. It, went but. over. Um, but again, a lot of great additions to the team this year. Almost a complete flip. Like the defense, they got Mancini and Proctor that are guys that have been around for a while. LeMay, who <laughs> we've harped on for, he, he's uh, he's probably one of their worst defensemen on the team. But he defensively, he but scored a sweet goal last night, and it got called back because of offsides. But St. Cloud also had a goal called back because of offsides, too. So, uh, and neither team had, a, had an actual quality goal in the game. So it was actually just a hard-fought game. I thought St. Cloud had you know more chances, more shots. Uh, more shots doesn't always mean that you are looking like the better team. Right. And so you might outshoot a team by 12 shots, but were those actually good chances? And that's that's what yeah. you know. You could have a shot from the blue line that the goalie just catches with his glove, no big deal. That's a shot. Well, and when, I, when I'm – watching you know especially avalanche games i hate out shooting a team two to one you know like 40 to 20 yeah when, when it's a close game because you're like you know that they're one's just going to slip in and yeah so many chances oh, yeah. so yep. um it's not always better i mean that to me means you're probably controlling the game more yeah but like you said you thought you were controlled it more in the third um no, I like the fact that they've got a guy like Mueller that, what, does he lead college hockey and uh, face-off percentage? Yeah, yeah. And he's At a least Ho- the conference. He's a Hobie Baker finalist he as is, well. yes. Um, yeah, and, man, Ty Mueller, that kid, man, you, you meet these these kids. I'm calling them kids because they're half my age, but you meet them in person. And it's like, man, like you don't you don't look – again, you, you can say that about football players too. Like you don't look that athletic. You don't look like you'd be a really good <laughs> athlete. And not that Ty Mueller doesn't, but there's certain guys you see, it's like – Man, you're about 170 pounds. Like, how are you? How are you getting guys that are bigger than you on your back, and you're holding them off with one one hand on the stick and the puck? It's like the physical right. part of the game and the strength in that in the game. And UNO does a really good job of not letting guys take the puck from them, and they're strong. They're strong on the puck. They are good right. in the. They're getting better in the corners. Again, it's a not. It's an oval, so there's no corners. But you know what I mean. Uh, they they're getting better in the corners, and. Again, last night, uh, last weekend, I think was just a blip. Unfortunately, yeah. Denver, Denver well, was it, the much it better. It was just, team. it was just goals and waves both games. They, they seemed fairly close for a while, yeah. and then it was like, <laughs> it was like they'd score two or three goals back to back to back in in a short period of time, and that's just kind of deflates you. Same thing in in the in uh, Friday, Saturday, they scored back to back goals in the second period. Yeah, so. 
Um, but really, I think, you know, last weekend there was a lot of penalties. So UNO is the most penalized team in the NCHC, which I think says a lot about how the game is called to. They, well, got, they, got, called, they yeah, got called for an elbow last night. Where oh I did did I you did, see the replay? I saw some comments about it. I so the guy it. was coming at uh, uh, I think it was uh, uh, Lancel coming at him, and Lancel gets the puck off his stick. He goes to protect himself. He probably could have crawled a, like a high cross check, if anything. But he hit him with his gloves and he hit him in the shoulder. And they call and the announcer's like, "Oh, that's a clear elbow." I'm like, "Are you are you watching the same game I am and the same replay? Because that was not an elbow." Not even close to an elbow. It's like, oh, you might need to watch that for a five-minute game, five minute game misconduct. I'm like, he didn't elbow him. He hit him up well, high, but the guy was coming at him. He protected himself. It, it does seem like it's changed quite a bit where, you know, you say, oh, UNO's a physical team, but, you know, maybe that's why they're getting more penalties yeah. than, than others because they're a more physical team. And more aggressive. I, that. I like I like physicality and yep. aggressive play. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think in that Denver game, again, they, they tried to be physical, which wasn't a bad thing. Um, there were some legit penalties, but there were also some really bad penalty calls in that game. And Brian and I happened to be at one of the games on Saturday night. And I just thought they got hosed multiple times. And, again, when you look at the power play chances, uh, Denver capitalized. And yeah, one thing that UNO doesn't, isn't great on is the power play. That's one of the worst parts of their game. I don't know who coaches the power play. I don't know who sets them up on the power play. But it's, it's awful. Now, on the flip side, their penalty kill is fantastic. But they also gave up four power play goals last week to Denver, which is not usual for UNO. But yeah, that's not good. the series before North Dakota, again, you go and split North Dakota. Sucks that you get swept by Denver at home, but you did split on the road against them. And then you go and take four out of six points on the road at St. Cloud prior to playing Minnesota Duluth yeah, next and week. I mean, St. Cloud was tied for first in the conference going in. Yeah. So we, we got Duluth coming up. I know we got CC coming up. Uh, Duluth's always tough. Even last year they were a little down. And and we, we split with – I believe we split with them so far this year. Yeah. When I we think played them at, in, at Duluth. I think it might have been an overtime win, of yep. course, yeah. like all the others. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, we need to get some points because yep. they're – Obviously ahead of us in the standings. Yep, and, so. and North Dakota swept uh, swept Denver, so they're they're in, they're in sole possession. I mean, they are in first place anyways because they swept St. Cloud right. the week before. Um, so they're already in first place, but they're going to remain in first place. Um, again, you got good hockey teams in this conference. UNO has every opportunity here at the end of the season to get more momentum, more points well, going into the next set of the it, season. Uh, the I mean, season. it just goes to show how good the conference is that UNO is in seventh and they're nineteenth in the in the pairwise. Yeah, I mean. And I guarantee in the polls will probably be eighteen or nineteen. I mean, they they just they just beat two uh, a number fifteen team on the road in both games. Well, what was St. Cloud ranked fifteen or were they mm-hmm. third? Because I thought that they were thirteen in the pairwise. I figured they were ranked higher than that. Nah, it showed fifteen on okay. the on the scoreboard. So uh, or on yeah, the on TV. Great. So okay, um, but again, it's still a really good team. So I don't know. It, it was uh, it was a good stretch of six games where again you got you know six or seven points. I wish we got more, but. Again, got a lot of upside going in. Hopefully this gives the team some momentum going into the next few weekends uh, to where they can get some more points and have a good uh, final stretch here before the season's over, which is kind of hard to believe. I think there's maybe 10 or 12 games yeah, left. Yeah, that's what I was just going to look up. Yeah, so, there's maybe maybe five um, series left. So they've got Duluth at home, then they play at Western. Oh, that's right. And then they come and back to CC. Then they play CC at home, at home. And then they play at Miami. Of course, we don't get Miami at home. Nope, and then that's we right. finish with North Dakota at home. Always so do. We, we need, always finish with North we Dakota. We need to win at least one of those games. I mean, North Dakota's number two in the pairwise. I, um, I would love to see um, Western is kind of having a little bit of a down year, not a really bad year. 
Yeah, I mean, they're, they're kind of up and down, yeah. but not as good as they have been. Kind of middle of the road. Uh, CC's definitely up. Oh, yeah, well, they have spurts. I mean, they yeah. they have really good games, and then they look like they're a young team. But we said this a couple years ago, um, that they were going to be a dangerous team. Yeah. They had one of the youngest teams in college hockey, not the NCHA, in college hockey just a couple years ago. And they were still winning games and looked decent. And we're they, like, man, and, and not next year, but the year after that, this team's going to be dangerous. A couple weeks, month ago, they swept North Dakota at North Dakota. Yeah. And they're two overtime wins, kind of like we just did at St. Cloud. I mean, that just goes to show you. The, yeah. The conference is, sorry, outside of Miami. The conference top to bottom is is pretty well, good. But and, if you go on the road to Miami, you got to win those games. I mean, we have to win those And, and think, think about St. Cloud. I mean, they were in first place forever with no losses. And yeah. then we play them at home. And we ended up having an overtime win. It was a shootout win. Was it a shootout win? It was win? a shootout okay. win. So we, but either way, they're not going to count. They said, oh, that's their first regulation loss. Well, or their first loss their was first when loss. I think North Dakota beat them or something. And I'm like, oh, it's, it's their first regulation loss. But right. technically, UNO beat them. Um, so, again, we, we've played St. Cloud State very Three wins. Very Two straight out wins, but that just goes to show you that the, the, those are tough, hard-fought yeah. games. Yep, absolutely, and I, I love it. And you're right, Luke, St. Cloud is not a state. We all know that. St. Cloud. <laughs> St. Cloud is not a state. Um, um, I've actually played at that arena. It's pretty It's pretty solid. Yeah. yeah. Um, they had National Select Festival there. Nice. So I played, played against Patrick Kane there. Oh, nice, yeah. Patty Kane. <laughs> uh, that was a long time ago. That was like 20 years ago. But, you know, really really exciting stuff going on with UNO Hockey. Again, if you get a chance to go to the game next weekend, we got Duluth at home. Two weeks after that, we got CC at home. Um, if you get a chance, Colorado College. I know I'm going to be at at least one of those games. I think it's a Saturday night game. Uh, I'm going to be at that, that? game. Uh, so that will be Oops. the 17th, Okay. I believe. i got to see what's going on because I, I really wanted to go last weekend, but yeah. There's a lot going on. So. Yeah. So, anyways, so hopefully we get there. Uh, shout out to Dan as well. Dan, very nice to oh, meet yeah, you at the UNO game. Uh, we got to got to meet uh, Dan Bletcher, um, who's sitting. You know, we ended up finding him at the game and getting a picture with him, talking for a while. Uh, so really nice to actually meet. We don't get to meet too many of our uh, followers in person, so that was really cool uh, to get to sit down and uh, or stand up and chat with him over a beer. So uh, very very nice to meet you, Dan, in person. So appreciate you being a big UNO fan as well, supporter. Uh, I know you had your wife and kids there too. So. Uh, appreciate it yeah that's cool all right sorry uh, i missed it yes jimmy jimmy should feel sorry he missed it but i had, I had four extra tickets too um could he couldn't make it happen but it was fun brian and i had a great time we had a few good beers and got to hang out and we had a great beer uh well i'll have you know in a couple weeks yeah so. there you go <laughs> um all right so uh i think that's enough about you hockey that was a lot of fun I, again i i enjoy you hockey i enjoy going to the games i enjoy this team i yeah big fan of mike gabinet and the, and the coaching Definitely staff more fun when they're good and Standing might not show it, but they're pretty good. They'll, they'll be in the top 20 again this week. Uh, they were in before Denver, and they got knocked out, but they'll be back in the top 20. They're so. trying to make the tournament this year. Oh, yeah. Yep. Get the tournament, sneak a win, you know. And, and, and the better they do, they're going to continue to get guys like Zach all transferring to UNO right. to get the, to keep playing. And he played at Wisconsin, and Wisconsin's pretty Wisconsin's decent hockey team. really good this year. <laughs> so, I don't think they were very good last so year. So I think for fair. him, it was probably playing time. It could have been, because he's a stud. For some reason, I was thinking that they weren't, maybe it was either two years ago or last year, that Wisconsin was not very good. Uh, Maybe they were decent last year, but they're good this year. They're like top five, top ten pair-wise. Yep. So. Very um, cool. All right. Hey, hockey fans, unite. You guys got questions for us. You want to shoot anything our way? Uh, We'd love to answer them. Jimmy played. 
I'm just a huge fan, so. <laughs> um, it's been a while. And my Blues, they they kind of – actually, they're getting better. Hey, it's all-star break. You just get that – you know, when they won the Cup, they were last They were last in the league in they January. Were. They, they were. Came back and won the they're cup. not last in the league right now, but their, their new coach is really turning around. They are on the – on the bubble of uh, around the, the wild card, yeah, on the yep. wild card. Um, also, heads up, you're gonna see some content this next weekend. Uh, while me and my brother and my dad, uh, we're gonna be in Arizona. We're actually going to the Arizona State hockey game uh, while playing? we're there. Arizona State plays Lindenwood. Lindenwood. Oh, okay. uh, so we're gonna be there. Arizona I'll probably State get some content there. Arizona State's gonna be joining the NCHC uh, <laughs> next year. Uh, they're actually a pretty good team this year. They're yeah, in the top UNO 20. played down there and played in that tournament and beat UNO in overtime. Yep. Another overtime. Yep, but overtime twice down there. Arizona State's is a quality team, so I'm excited to actually be there. That's going to be a lot of fun uh, to get to see the arena, Mold Arena. I've, I've been to that arena. Have but, you? Yeah. Yeah. So that should be fun. So I'll get some content next week and uh, be able to do some early scouting for next year against our uh, newly uh, acquainted friends down in yeah, Arizona. Yeah, maybe we'll have to make a trip down there at some point. Mm-hmm. All right. So what else is happening? So let's talk about basketball. Men's basketball is Man, frustrating. Men's it, it basketball is, is just as frustrating I'm, as football. I'm not. We're not big basketball fans. Um, but when I when I get into it, you know, Nebraska's pretty good. Uh, you know, better than normal, I, I guess. Um, you start follow them. You start following them, and it's like, okay, I can get on board. Then they beat Purdue, number one team. Yeah. And it's like, all right, well, yeah, this could be fun. <laughs> this, could then, be, this could be fun. <laughs> and then you watch the next game, and you're like, this team sucks. Yeah. And then you watch the next game, and you're like, wow, this team's actually pretty good. Well, well no, they, they, beat, they beat Purdue. Then they go to Iowa, lose to Iowa. They go to Rutgers, lose to Rutgers. And it's like, what the hell? We just lost mm-hmm. to two teams that really aren't that good. Then you watch, We looked horrible. Then they um, – who do they have? Oh, then they beat Northwestern. Yep. It was on, you know, up in, up in the pack, and you're like, okay. And it's like, man, you just can't get your footing with this team. So what I said yesterday was <clears throat> their final four team at home, and they get beat by two average guys on the road. Yeah, we could, I told Jimmy, like, we could probably beat them in our backyard. I mean, it's man. crazy. Um, it's like they, get, they go to if Maryland. They get, yeah. if they get hot making threes. Yeah, and then they – they lose by 20, 22 or something like that yesterday. I didn't even watch it. They, they I was st- like, they're on the road. I, I don't want to. I don't know if I want to watch. They started off and again, kind of a reverse of what they did when they were at Iowa. Uh, they're up twelve to two to start early, yeah. and then again, you, you just again, it's early in the game, ten point lead, but still, you, you got to keep the momentum. They just lost the momentum. And I know that Gary was out. One of their guys. He's, it's a huge loss. He was a big loss, and. They're, I think they're trying to sit him out a few games so that he's ready to go for the final stretch. Yep. Excuse me. Makes sense because they're in an okay spot right now. I mean, they yeah. had the best start they've had since like late '80s, early '90s, whatever it was. Um, got got to win them conference they, games. They need though. to figure out how to win on the road because that's not really gonna for a committee yep. that's gonna pick their, um, you know, the NCAA tournament. Well, I mean, in turn, they can only win at home. What, why are you going to put them if they're a bubble team? Yeah, well, in tourney time, you ain't playing at home. Yeah, like, not even conference yeah, tourney time. You're on, you're on the road, so you got to get you got to figure out next man up. So yeah, you got Gary out. Well, who's the next guy? Who's coming in to help backfill that position? If you don't, and some of those guys don't have the depth that they I, need. I think they have more than they thought, but it, it's it's inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Some sometimes guys are coming off the bench and they're making multiple threes. Yeah, um, and sometimes they're coming off the bench and just turning the ball over and they're turning over the machine. 
you mentioned the three-pointers. Nebraska, and I hate to say this, but it's like they're trying to be Creighton. Yeah, I know. Creighton has always been a team that lives and dies dies by the three. By the three. Nebraska has very much been that way this year where they've been dying more than they've been living by the three-pointers. Well, and you have Kasei Tomonaga. He's awesome. Yeah. But then some games, he's just not even there. He, He scores like five points. Yeah. And it's like... What are we doing? Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> what, 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 what are we doing? I mean, Look at us. That, that was even after, you know, in a win. I mean, that was, uh, which game was that? That What's-his-name scored like 30-something points? Oh, Mast. Mast. Yeah, 38 points at home against. Uh, Gosh, who were they playing that night? That was just this Ohio week. State? Yeah, it was just this week. It was Ohio yeah, State. Ohio State. That's that right. was the game I was thinking yep. of. Yeah. You watch games like that, and you're like, man, this team, you know, whether they're getting uh, tested or yeah. like. This guy can go off this night. This guy can go off another night, and it's like okay. In the game before, when they lost on the road, my uh, my father in law he's texting me. He's like, "Why is Mast even on the team? And why is he carry? Why is he bringing the ball up court? Because it's just so inconsistent. Yeah, you don't get consistent play from any of the players. I don't know. I don't get it. Now I do. I do think what we've seen over the last many years is you've had a team of me guys. They're they're way more about hey I want I want the ball I want to shoot I want like you want I'm the guys guy. you want guy yeah you, I'm the guy everyone wanted to be the guy now yeah. this team does play more like a team but they they're just not winning as a team on the road yeah it's a I don't know it it must be um, something in the head <laughs> something in the head on the road I know when I when I was playing hockey we uh, when I was in Fairbanks. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we'd go on the road for a month. Yeah. And, I mean, you'd stay in a hotel for a month. That brought us closer together. Yeah. So we won on the road. we get back home, and we'd lose at home. And we were like, what's, what are we, what's, what are we missing here? Well, we started doing our day before, you know, game day. We would do like we were on the road. Yeah. We'd get together in the morning. We'd go to eat together. We'd go mess around together. And then... You go nap it out, and then you get to the rink. And then we <laughs> started. <it> out. <laughs> then, then we start being better at. at we go nap it out. Then we start being better at home. So Pre-game I don't know. Nap. I love whatever they need idea. to. Whatever they're doing. I, I know it's you're sleeping in your own bed. Whatever you want to say, they need to figure something out for yeah. when they're on the road because they just look complete like a completely different team. Yeah. I understand it's tough to win on the road in college sports and any sport, pro sports, whatever. But yeah, it seems like it's. A really struggle for the big, a lot of Big Ten teams. Yeah, I just at night I'll turn the second TV on and be like, oh, there's a Big Ten game on, and the road teams always lose, or you know the the, the road teams always lose. Yeah. It's like I don't get it. I just watched this team play the other night, and they look pretty good, and they yeah. looked like crap today. Yeah. I don't know. And that that's what's really interesting about. You I guess I just haven't watched enough basketball, but yeah, you I've been getting into it. So you mentioned the home and road stuff. It's really funny. I can't remember who it was. It was it was a football team though. And they had talked about how, man, we keep we play so much better at home, but early in the season we struggled on the road. So what did they start doing? They end up sleeping in a hotel instead of their dorm room before the game. Yeah, that's I funny. mean that that's hilarious. But guess what? They started winning. They started winning more because it was it was that routine of hey we're we're better on the road so let's start playing like we're on the road when we're actually at home. And so just getting in the again you talk about routines. Athletes are generally speaking, athletes are very um, uh, routine, routine oriented. oriented, very systematic, mm-hmm. very much. This is how I prepare for a game. 
the week before, the day before, the night before, the right. morning of, the three hours before. They're, they have a routine that they want to stick to. You throw off that routine even right. by a little bit. Even like uh, uh, Christmas break. Yeah. You get a couple weeks off. It's like you get out of rhythm. What's your gym routine? What's your eating routine? Are you you know eating the same? Are you sleeping the same? Are you going to bed at the same time? Like Those, those types of routines for, for a lot of athletes are very important to them because anything can throw them off. And it's just like, oh shit! Like I didn't, I didn't have my eggs this morning. Yeah. <laughs> it gets, it's right. a head game, and I, I think that's where, again, maybe that's something Nebraska needs to look into, and, and Hoiberg needs to look into. What's my team doing at home versus on the road, and how's that different? And yeah. what can we do to, to manage that better? Well, either way, they they went from something like forty seven in the NET rankings mm-hmm. to sixty two after that loss yeah. yesterday. Been, and, I mean, and what, what's kind of a bummer about that is. Maryland's record's not bad, and they are tied with them in the standings. So I don't yeah. know why they dropped so significantly. Because they lost, but it was bad. Well, and if you look bad. at their losses, they're 16 points, 18 points, 22 points. Yeah. I mean, I think mean, they were down by like 19 and a half yesterday. 17. It's horrible. Like 44 really to 20. Like, how do you score like 27? Yeah, how do you score 27 points and a half? How do, like that, that, to me, that's mind boggling that that 27 points and a half. Like that just, that's, that's awful. Anyways. <laughs> but so men's basketball loses. And I was like, oh, maybe women's basketball did a little bit better. Nah, they, you know, they played Iowa. Iowa's a good team, as everyone knows. Caitlin Clark dropped 38 points. Uh, cool. So glad she was able to recover from her flop. Oh, uh, yeah. The, she <laughs> the really, previous game. She really needed some super recovery time after. Man, that fan ran her over. So unfortunate that she got the wind knocked out of her. <laughs> But I'm glad she, you know. Glad she's okay and was able to still come back and play. Um, That's hilarious. But you know, you know, women's basketball is doing fine. I mean, they're they're okay. Yeah, Amy Williams is a fantastic coach. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of really good players on the team. Honestly, I have no idea what the record is. I really don't know where they're at in the standings. No, they're usually. I think they're probably pretty close to what they normally are. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know either. So yeah, but I, I know they had a good win. Uh, they I think they beat Ohio State on the road just recently too. Okay. Uh, but I, I you know you know. Uh, sorry, you know, uh, women's basketball at Nebraska is playing pretty well. Now, men's men's bat. Oh man, we can talk about men's basketball. You and O. Frankie Fiddler. Make, they might make the tourney. Woo, man, they're number one right now in the Summit League. Yeah, and they um, beat Denver by like twenty six points yesterday. Or yeah, something like that. Yeah, and I think the women's team is doing pretty good too in, uh, in basketball. Cool. So uh, again, you uh, and Again, we're switching to U and O sports. Sorry, but man, U and O sports. Look yeah. at what has happened since they've gone D one and they're mm-hmm. now in their Summit League. They're getting better recruits, not just – and Frankie Fiddler is a local guy too. He's, he's an Omaha kid. Uh, and Fiddler's just lighting it up. Even baseball. Baseball. Baseball's right around the corner. Man, I think cool. Oh, baby. Might baseball. have to go some baseball games. Oh, yeah. Between you and O, going to, uh, going to their new ba- beautiful baseball field, going down to uh, Lincoln as well for some baseball games. And then to Schwab for Nebraska Creighton too. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, there's just so many fun things coming up. I'm so excited. I know. Uh, but really, I, again, UNO basketball is playing great, number one in the Summit League. I, I can't remember where the yeah, women's. Hopefully, hopefully they make the tournament. Hopefully Creighton makes the tournament. Hopefully Nebraska makes the tournament. Yeah. Uh, um, it'd be great. It'd be great for the state. I know again, that, just like volleyball. I mean, Omaha's hosting the first round, first, second round, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and before Nebraska's loss yesterday, they said Nebraska could have been in, coming to Omaha. And that almost might feel like a home, home game. game. Yeah. So they, you know, never won a game in the tournament. Only Power 5 team. It's never won a game in the tournament. Yikes. Yet. Um, yes. <laughs> I thought you were going to say yet. Uh, yikes. 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 Probably, probably more. <laughs> Just yikes is all I got to say about that. Probably more correct there. Um, 
You know, and, and that's I, – I really hope they get over that hump. Again, as much as I really don't care that much about basketball, I really hope they get over the hump. It's good for the state. It's good for the school, for both UNO. It's always good yeah. for Creighton when they're in the tournament. It's good for Nebraska too. So hopefully they get over that hump. Really would love to see UNO do some damage here uh, come tournament time. That would be really fantastic to see them win the Summit just like volleyball did. Yeah, and be like a – 14 or 15 seed and yep. knock somebody off in the first round yeah sweet i mean o- over the last few years i mean really between Solid baseball usually gets a 15 seed baseball volleyball and now with basketball i mean they are putting themselves back yeah. on the map all all three schools are pretty competitive and yeah and every sport really yeah well, and being a, a uno alum myself i always love to see uh, my school do well and so really really cool to see i love when you know it's good at yeah. hockey, and I just want him to make the tournament Hell every yeah. year. That's Hell all yeah. I care about. Cheers. Hell yeah. Um, all right, so wrap up basketball. We got some chances, got some opportunities across the yeah. state for basketball. I mean, Nebraska's got plenty of opportunities to win some games and make yep. the tournament. We got about 20 minutes left. Football. There's not a really a whole lot going on with Nebraska football right now. Our, our coaches are hitting the recruiting trail. Uh, they're really doing a great job. I think we ended up – what they're saying right now is like the 23rd class in the nation between uh, addition to transfer portal and recruits coming in. Right. Again, I, I don't really, again, we're top 25 class again. Uh, we had the Polynesian bowl, uh, where, yeah. uh, if you guys watched that at all, Riola and Nelson had a couple connections. Yeah. Um, looked pretty, pretty, I think Riola was like seven to 15 with a TD and interception. Like again, it's, you're playing with players you've never played before with before. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's hard to get in a rhythm. Uh, we talk about routines. It's really hard to get in that routine, that yeah. rhythm with guys who've never played, but, um, I, but it was, it was fun to watch. It was yeah, fun to watch our guys fact, get out there. Yeah. Th- those guys were clicking a little bit and what? I did see a cool video of Nelson, uh, after the interception, he chased, I don't know if it was Dylan's interception or not. Mm-hmm. We chased the guy down like 70 yards and tackled yeah. them from scoring touchdown. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Nelson's going to be a stud. And I, I we also had uh, an offensive lineman or maybe – Preston. I don't know how to say his last name. Yeah. He's from Hawaii. Yeah, he's from Hawaii. Um, that And so he got to play too. So, uh, again, it was really cool to watch. I've never watched the Polynesian Bowl before. Uh, but I, I started – I didn't watch uh, until later in the game. And a lot of people like, oh, he only played a couple series. Well, no, he came out and played almost the entire second half. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of people did, a lot of people like, he played? I'm like, yeah, he played like the entire second half. So I watched like the third um, quarter and part of the fourth. Remember, I think uh, I maybe watched – well, it's on NFL Network. I can't remember. I think I watched uh, part of it one year because uh, Nebraska had a linebacker that was maybe going to come in, and he did. Mm-hmm. Um, he's from Hawaii. He okay. committed during the game. I'm not sure he ever played, and I think he might have transferred back <laughs> yeah. to either Hawaii or West Coast. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of it'd be it'd be fun to go. Yeah, maybe we can go sometime. Maybe, maybe we'll go to Hawaii for a Polynesian <laughs> Bowl sometime. Or we just want to go everywhere and watch games. Is what we want to do. Um, but you know, I, I think you know again, the, our coaches are doing a really good job recruiting. Uh, but we're going to see a shakeup in the Big Ten this next year. Um, DeBauer goes to Alabama. Nick Saban retires. And he yeah, said that Alabama, out of all the schools in the country, D one, that's the only place he would have left Washington for. I'm gonna di- I'm gonna say BS on that only because the money came calling. Just yeah, like kids, I mean, the money comes calling for a coach, they're gonna jump ship. Right, right. Alabama or not, it could have been LSU, it could have been South Carolina, it could have been Clemson, it could have been Michigan. Like, it, 
the money calls, and if you feel like it's a good move for you, you're going to go, just like the kids are nowadays. So, uh, But good for him. Again, he has moved up in the ranks. I think it's a good fit for him. I think he is going to be successful there. It's still Alabama. They haven't had really a down year in quite some time. So I know a lot of recruits they had coming in yep. maybe – uh, decommitted or are going elsewhere. I think three of them end up going to Texas. One, uh, the quarterback went to Ohio State. Went to Ohio State. Dude. And they're bringing in... They uh, already have another quarterback in this class that's like a top 10 quarterback. And they have two other quarterbacks. And they brought in Will Howard. Yeah. So Will Howard, yeah. I, I don't get it, but maybe Will Howard, well, he's got a year left. Maybe two. Yeah, he's only got one, I'm pretty yeah. sure. So maybe this, this freshman's going to, you know, redshirt and then he'll be the starter. I don't know. But here's, here's the thing. Ohio State... And I don't know if you saw any reports. They paid up to between like three guys, over ten million dollars, for three guys. Mike, we're gonna get into this real quick because it's it's something we've talked about a lot with NIL, with transfer portal. The transfer portal to me is not nearly as detrimental to the game as NIL. Here's what here's my question to you, Jimmy. Really interested interested to see your answer on this. How is this sustainable? I don't believe so. Ten million for three players. It's not gonna get better. No. It's not it's gotten worse. Some it's uh, some of those incoming, like freshmen, or is it trans is it all transfers from other schools? Uh, transfers. Okay. That's just transfers. That's not even say, that's not even recruits. That's transfers. Okay, because I was gonna say if it's a recruit that hasn't even played yet, that's insane. You know? That hasn't even it, it, well, the quarterback for that committed to Alabama, so technically he hasn't even played yet. Oh, it, he is one. Oh, yeah, how, how oh, do you okay. think Ohio State I got him? Transfer. I was thinking incoming freshman. It's okay. probably a little, it's both. I mean, so, I think they got a lineman. Uh, it's a lineman, like a wide receiver, I, and the quarterback over ten I, million dollars. I just don't know how that works. As far as like, do they have to stay for four years? Is that only for one year? Is that it? Doesn't matter. Is it two years or three yeah. years? But um, either way. I don't think it can be because at some point the kid's going to say, well, I need $20 million. No one can – I mean, yeah. I guess people – I guess places could do that. But until it's – I mean, not everybody can win a championship. Yeah. Not every team could make a 14 playoff. More teams are going to make a 12, but is it worth it at that point? Think about NFL and other leagues that are strapped. They can't get guys in – to help win games because they're they have spent too much money on other players. Right. That's what college football is gonna. That's what's gonna happen, and that that is what NIL is going to destroy college football because at some point the money's not going to be there. You have yeah. you have twenty million dollars tied up in four players or three players at your school. How right. much more millions of dollars are you going to pay your other players? Other players <clears throat> and try and to players win. could say, well, I could go to this other school and. Make more than I make here. In those, in those other all the schools, money's go, going to a couple of guys. In in D in D one college football, <laughs> college football is the most profitable sport What's up, in the Casey? entire country. I just don't think it's sustainable to where it's going to continue to help teams. Well, You're not going to continue to be able to put four million down for a quarterback who's never stepped foot on the field. What are you paying four million for? I'm I'm not even happy so, about paying two and a half million to uh, Riola or three right, or whatever. whatever like, it is. I'm not happy about it. The, but like like Rule said, if you want a good quarterback nowadays, whether it's an incoming freshman or transfer, you got to put up the dough. 
Well, it's ridiculous. I, I think first things first, the accessibility of being able to transfer needs to change and tighten up because and i know that they're giving them a window if the coach leaves now or something they give them like which a i third. get i get it or look at look at purdy san jose state boom not anymore right <laughs> which yeah, makes I mean, sense i get it the coach the coach left so he should get that opportunity but it shouldn't be to where you are out of school say it's even if it's i mean Last year, Ernest Hausman played for Nebraska. Yeah. Had his best game against Michigan. Yeah. And then goes to Michigan. I mean, that's whatever. But another scenario would be the top player on North Texas. Don't know anything about North Texas. Don't know any of their players. He, machine. He can just, oh, well, I'm the best wide receiver. So then he gets to go wherever he wants. I mean, I know it's benefited us at times, and yeah. it's hurt us at times, yep. which it happens to everybody. But... I was talking to somebody the other day. If you're Harbaugh, do you go to the NFL? Obviously, he did. Or do you stay in college? It's almost harder to stay in college because you not only have to recruit new players, you have to continue to recruit your own players because you could be the starting quarterback and leave. Kyle McCord was the starting quarterback for Ohio State. They lost one game to a rival, and he left. For Syracuse. Because he was told he's not the guy. The, coach, the coaches flat out said, you, you may not be the guy next year. Because they have to. Because you went 11 and they, 1? They have to look ahead. I mean, it's crazy. It's just things that don't ha, didn't happen 5, 10 years ago. Yeah. It, that, that's actually a really good point because now you're looking at a ripple effect in college football. Yeah, so what not, is five years from now going to look like? It, it's not just the recruits because now the recruits are coming in saying, yo, I'm hot shit. Where's my money? Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't want to pay me that? All right, okay, I'm going to go check out USC. Boom, I'm going to go check out Clemson. Well, Clemson doesn't care about that. They don't want to pay money. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, I'm going to go check out this school. Or this I'm going like, to Texas. That's, it's going to be a competition of who has the most money, and that, that's what it's going to be. You're going to, you're going to be buying championships or buying good teams just like you've seen in MLB. You've seen – I mean, look how much the money the Dodgers are paying yeah. for, like, three guys. It's how much money can I spend to bring these players in who we think are the best players in the country. That's what college football is going to turn into. And it it is going to absolutely, and I'm saying, we've said it before, it is going to destroy mm-hmm. college football. Not just, I don't even think five, I don't even take five years. I think give it two, maybe three years before it is absolutely going to dismantle what college football is. In the game that we love. Yeah. I mean, it's already been bad enough to where they had, well, okay, how many years did they have the 14 playoff? It was like eight, nine. Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Maybe um, 10. There was only like 17 teams that made it mm-hmm. out of like 30 to 40 spots. Yeah. It was just only 17 teams because that's just the way it's shrunk down from players going to these schools and then starting to transfer to these schools or whatever, it can only get worse. And at least, at least that money was, like, under the table. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, we, we all know that. that. We know that players have been paid for for a long time. We're well aware of that. McDonald's bags and all these right. other things. Like, that, that is, that's fine. Whatever. Like, keep it under the table. Now that this is coming out, how much people are being – it was never millions of dollars. No way. No, They're, no they haven't so. even stepped foot on the field, and you're gonna yeah. pay an eight. You're telling an eighteen year old, I'm gonna pay you three and a half million dollars to come and play at Ohio State. 
What do you think? Yes, coach. Yeah. We're going to give you a Lamborghini before you step foot on the field. How do you feel? Yes, coach. Yeah. You're going to be driving a brand new Bronco. What do you Hell yeah. What 18-year-old is going to say no to that? And I mean, there's always been, like you said, some degree of it, but not to where it is now. It's it's getting out of hand. Yeah, in case uh, Casey, I mean, good point. Like, once you're a junior, is that when NIL is actually a thing? Well, and I that's a good. That is a good point. I saw. Proven. A deal, I don't know who it was. I don't remember. What, I don't know what school it was. I saw a thing that said, um, it had the payout for somebody for four years for NIL. Mm-hmm. Most of the money was sophomore and junior year. So they couldn't give them a bunch freshman year. Yeah. And then they probably thought they weren't going to stay through senior year. So yep. it was like junior year was, I believe, the most that they got. Okay. And that was to hopefully keep them for the, that amount of time. But it was like $200,000 a month that they were getting. Can you imagine getting $200,000 a month when you're 18? That's insane. No, I wouldn't know what to do with it. And that's what the coworker I was talking to about, he's like, I would have... I wouldn't have made it to my junior year. <laughs> I would have gotten in way too much trouble and done, spent money on dumb shit. And where's the motivation to get to the next level? Yeah, look at Angel Reese, Kalen Clark. They don't want to go pro basketball. They're never going to make that money in they WNBA. Make like, yeah, they make like eighty five thousand dollars a year playing in the WNBA. And now they got sponsorships. I, I don't care about kids. Hey, we're going to have you in some commercials. Awesome. Pay him. They weren't even going to accept. They turned down two hundred, like two hundred fifty bucks or five hundred bucks to be featured in the NCAA football game. Dude, you're in a football game. Yeah. Why are you turning down any sort of money to be in a football game? They're gonna make it widespread. Everybody gets this amount of money. Nope. Not enough. Are you kidding me? You're in the greatest football game ever known to man before yeah. you were one, even born. This one, game has been the, the best, best football video, game. One of the best video, video games, games ever. To ever known. Way better than Madden. Way better. Madden has never even competed with no. NCAA football and EA Sports. No. Never. The only sporting game that I would compare it to is NHL. Yeah. The or only FIFA. FIFA's pretty FIFA was pretty badass. Wrestling was pretty badass. <laughs> but outside of that... You're going to turn down money to be featured in a video game. How cool is that? Hold on to that game. Five years down the road, you have a kid. Hey, that's me. Yeah. That's How me cool is that? Game. That's me in a video game. You can't take that back. Daddy, were you a starter? No, I was a backup lineman, but I played every game in NCAA football. Yeah, <laughs> like, whatever. Like, how cool is that? Like, it is getting out of hand where these players are going to get spoon-fed before they even show they can play. Yeah, you got Arch Manning, who's played one snap in college football, and everyone's still up in arms about him. Guess what? He's going to sit another year. He's not going to play over Quinn Ewers. So Was he transferring? No. Okay. Not not yet. He keeps on saying that he's staying at Texas. Okay. For, my question is, for one, how dumb is that? Because I guarantee people are coming to him like, hey, we're going to pay for you to come play at our university. You're a Manning. We want you to come play here. How dumb is he to stay? But at the same time – He probably doesn't want to look bad, so – no, I, kids, I don't know. Maybe he is a kid that actually doesn't, doesn't care about leaving for doesn't money. Doesn't probably really need money, but oh well, no. But still, like, man, it's his money. Yeah, that's he'd have to earn it. But now kids don't have to earn it. It's not earning money. You are going. You're getting paid to be on a team. Yeah, 
And he can go anywhere and play and then Good. have a shot at the NFL. So. Right. Maybe if he's good enough, we have no yeah. idea. Um, so I, I'm just I'm very curious, but I again I don't think it's sustainable. I don't think enough schools are going to have enough money co- to continue to pay players to come to their school. It's yeah. just not it's not going to work that way because then it's going to cause a riff in your locker room. It's going to cause problems amongst other players on your team, the schools. I mean, you got schools. Or, you got schools cutting. Yeah. I know different different buckets of money but you have schools cutting programs education programs and then you got football hey we're going to spend three million dollars on a new football field or this expansion we're going to pay three and a half million for this kid come play for our school while you're cutting education programs so you're putting again different buckets of money but that on the outside it looks like you're cutting education for sports which they are yeah and i'll say it again they're making more money that way i'll say it again NCAA football, just take it away from the schools and make it an independent league. And it's it's a, a AAA football, if you will, like AAA baseball, to where these kids have opportunities to get into the NFL. That's yeah. what that's what it should be. At, that's well, what it should be. Because otherwise, if you're going to keep paying too, this money. Yeah. Otherwise, too. Jeez. Um, you know, let's say they have mandatory – you know, let's say they have um, – Non-voluntary, you know, non, um, what am I trying to say? Not mandatory workouts. Mm-hmm. Guy that makes $3 million. Do yeah. you go to that workout? Yeah, like, nah, I don't really need to go yeah. to that. You got guys busting their ass that are going to those workouts to just try to sniff the field. Try to sniff yeah. special Walk teams. Walk on, scout teams. You yeah. know? Well, and then you see that guy and you're like, well, he doesn't have to do anything. Look, look and he's how, getting all this money and doing yeah. whatever he wants. Look, look how many players in the NFL who have held out for a better contract. Yes, exactly. And they don't – Chris Jones, for the Chiefs, missed, what, three or four games? Mm-hmm. Because he wanted a new contract. He wanted more money. How long until college football players start doing this? Yeah. That's true. I'm making all this money. I don't need there to participate was, I mean, like all these we, other guys. Gosh, a few years ago, there was one or two guys sitting out uh, bowl games because they were going to be top draft picks. Yeah. And now, look at how many guys are sitting out. Yeah. Half the team didn't play. Yep. For Florida State. I mean, it's like you said, a ripple effect, but it's very negative. <laughs> but it, but it's also really funny. Like I always find that really funny. Man, you didn't get hurt for 12 or 13 games in the year, and you think you're getting hurt in the bowl game? Like I that, mean, You're going to get hurt in your very last game? Like, just play. I, I mean, I know it did happen to a few guys that were supposed to be it's top just 10 rare, picks, though. And, and they get hurt in the bowl game that wasn't for a championship. Yeah, I can. I guess I get that. Look at Bo Nix. Yeah. Bo Nix goes out and freaking lights it up. He's yeah. like, I'm not worried about getting hurt. I want to go play. I came here to play. I'm going to play. Mm-hmm. People, I mean, I would play. People can talk crap about Bo Nix all you want, about him not being able to win at Auburn, whatever. It, he's, he's a winner. He went on the field. He won. He set records. He was amazing for an Oregon offense. Right. And people are going to talk down on him. He went out and played his game. He, he did everything he wanted to do in college. And he said, I have one more game to play. I'm not, I'm not going to throw right. it away. It's a bowl game. I want to go. I want to play. Good for him. That's great. Yeah. You're not going to get that a lot in college football moving forward. No. I make too much money to play this game. You got guys playing six, seven, nine years of football 
got a nine-year player, what is it, Miami. You got a seven- or eight-year guy at Utah, the quarterback. With Cam Rising, is that who it is? Casey Thompson. Yeah, Casey Thompson is seventh year. Like, dude, just if you're not going to go pro, what's one more year going to do for you? If you're a seventh-year guy, you're probably not starting. Yeah. More than likely. I mean. I mean, not a quarterback. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Tight end. So it's like, man, just. Ninth year tight end. Graduate. That's Get crazy. your degree and figure out what you want to do. But, I don't know, it's just, it, it is. A lot, of, a lot of people go to college for nine years, right? <laughs> yeah, called doctors. <laughs> uh, it's just going to be interesting. I, again, I don't think it's sustainable. I think at some point it's going to bite college football in the ass. It already has. I think it's going to get worse. Um, I, and at some point, you're going to lose the interest of people our age. I mean, yeah, who, who's the... Uh, uh, LSU guy just got arrested for underage betting. Oh, yeah, I did see that. I don't know who. He was making up is. to like 25, 22 to 25 bets a day. And they only found out after he got drafted to the NFL. They mm. found that he created an account when he was still like 17 or 18. He was underage. I mean, again, you're. Yeah, that's whoa, man. That brings now it whole, doesn't matter because he's in the NFL and he's going to get paid millions. But that brings in a whole a whole different problem with betting. What are you doing with all that money? We've already seen uh, Iowa uh, Iowa State and other schools get get players caught for betting. How much? That's going to go deeper. Yeah. Betting betting sites are everywhere. Look at look at all this oh, yeah. NFL, all the content you see for NFL. There are betting. There is bets on Jim Harbaugh going to the NFL. You can place a bet on that. Like everything is a bet. I make bets with my friends over beers, a six-pack, yeah. a handle of Jack, whatever. Like, I'm not making bets. I'm not putting bets on money because, for one, I want to lose my money. It's hard-earned money. Yeah. Yeah, I don't but these that. players aren't even earning their money. They're just throwing money away to bet. So you're going to have now – Because they get all this money. Yeah. So are you going to have kids with gambling problems, alcohol problems? Yeah. Like, again, it's, it's, oh, a, it's, sure. a, it's a long, long road, and I think it's the wrong path. For sure. So <laughs> – Gentlemen's bet $1.00. Casey, that's an easy bet. One dollar parlay for one dollar. Um, but no, I, fifteen yeah. game parlay for a dollar. All right, that's not. I I could go down a rabbit hole in college football right now because sure. I freaking love the game, but I just think it's going the wrong way, and it is. it's unfortunate. And again, I would love if Nebraska was able to get where they needed to be, but do I really want a team that's bought or a team that works their ass right. off to get where they need to be? Well, how State's buying their team. Jim Harbaugh leaves. Sharon Mora is now the new coach. Or I think Sharon is that. Uh, yeah. Moore's the, the guy that. Moore's, Moore's the new games. coach. What's cried, again? That cried after the game. Yeah. Love you, man. Love the shit out of you. But here's the thing. Now he has a problem because not only he has never recruited like he's going to have to now. Oh yeah. Two. Sanctions are coming to Michigan, more than likely. And he's never been a head coach. He's never been a head coach, which is fine. That's fine. I actually don't. And, he's again, he's probably a hell of a good coordinator. And yeah. I think he – not that he doesn't deserve the chance, but now he's going to have to jump through hoops because Jim Harbaugh packs his bags. What happens if NCAA drops some violations on Michigan? It's a whole Pete Carroll situation. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's – Lots of scholarships. Yep. Maybe Bull band potentially. Yeah, that's tough. Tough to dig your way out of. Yeah, so it's like uh, that's going to be a tough – he's in a tough position. 
I, and again, I, not that I like Michigan, but for a Big Ten, like I hope he's successful. You like to see those success stories of, of I think anytime you promote from within to a head coach, that's a really good thing. That almost mm-hmm. ensures you hold on to a lot of your recruits, especially yeah. from an offensive side. Yeah. So it could be good for Michigan, but we'll see what happens on the back end if anything happens to them with the whole cheating stuff, if if it does. Again, who knows? It Probably might not, not, but it might not. we'll see. So... Um, what else in the Big Ten? Uh, Dan Laney's talking about Oregon coming and running the Big Ten. Um, Lincoln Riley, he's he's soft, soft like a pillow. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if some I'm of not scared about not, USC. You what? I said I don't know if some of those things are real or not because I've seen those. But no, I'm just saying. You see, he's soft as a pillow, anyways. But there was a, something that he came out and said something about Harbaugh leaving because he was coming to the Big Ten, which I don't think that was real. I think it was satire, but it's still funny. Um, I don't see him th- saying that. He's, I think he's still a smart guy and a smart coach. I don't think he's the best coach, but I think he still has a lot of weapons. So um, Yeah, we'll see how some of those schools do coming to the Big Ten. It's going to be tough. you got to play defense it's gonna now. It's going to be tougher than they think. Just playing Big Ten bruiser type of games. Week after week after Four, week. 14 it's play not, drives. It's not the West Coast offense sling it all around, you know, every week. Yep. Like the teams they were playing. Um, and, you know, maybe Oregon comes in and and does really well. They might. It um, was 2016. We beat Oregon at home. And everyone thought Oregon was going to slap us around. It's like, we play defense, though. Right. It's the same, it's the same thing as, like, Big 12 and Big 10 playing. You have offense, but you – you don't have a defense. Yeah. And our defense is better than your offense. I mean, look, look what we saw. Michigan. Perfect example. They have a good, the championship if, if, you, game. if you have a good run game, pretty good offense, yeah, and a really good defense. Where are you going to win, Jim? Where are you going to win? You're going to win. Rule the trenches, bro. The trenches. It's a game of winning the offensive and the defensive line. And that is where these yep. big 12 or the Pac-12 schools coming into the Big Ten are going to struggle is winning those battles up front. Even against, again, even against Nebraska, who, again, improved. I think next year we're going to see even more improvement. It's still going to be a struggle. And if our offense improves, we're dangerous. We are a dangerous team. Yeah. We have to get that development in on the offensive side. For sure. So, all right, quick flip. We got about three minutes left. NFL, next game. We got, actually, it's starting right now. Right. Chiefs, Ravens. Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and Dominican Sue was 4-0 last weekend. He's got the Ravens and the Niners winning. Of course. He thinks the legacy of Lamar Jackson is going to take over. It's going to shine. Okay. What do you think? Who's winning the first game? <clears throat> you know, I'm pretty tired of the, t- of the Swifties. Um, no, I don't, really don't care. But um, I don't like the Ravens very much. I, Does that go back to Ray Lewis? A little bit. Okay. Um, I don't know. They're just not a team that I really like. Uh, I don't really hate very many teams. I don't necessarily hate them. I just don't really like them. Um, well, your Bucks they're, got they're boring. They're, they're boring. And the Bucks did get beat last week. Yeah. Um, I think the Chiefs are going to actually win. Okay. I got the Ravens. I think... I, I think that again. I'm not gonna be surprised if the Ravens win. I just don't really care for them very much. So. Yep. Oh yeah, Ray Rice. That, I don't. That and that too. that too. I don't. Uh, I don't really care who wins that game. 
No. I kind of want the Lions to win the whole thing now. I would I would love I would love for the Lions to win cuz just the story of Dan Campbell and bringing yeah. that team to where they are just from a few years ago. Um, it's a good it's a good feeling story. But I also think they're going to lose. I think the Niners are going right. to win. I think we're going to see the Ravens and Niners. I think so, too. I it do, just sounds like a boring Super Bowl. So. I do think both games are going to be close. I think you would have more, again, if you're looking at a script, if it's scripted, you're going to look at the Chiefs, you're going to look at the Lions. No doubt. That's a much better story, much better viewership across the country. Actually, maybe not. Chiefs may not. Maybe not, because the Chiefs are just there. Everyone, maybe people are sick of the Chiefs. Right. Maybe they want to see someone new. So maybe the Ravens and the Lions would actually be more viewers. But if it is scripted, then you're going to get people that probably don't always watch the Super Bowl to watch. Maybe. Because, maybe. I don't know. Or if you look at the conspiracy theory of the colors of the Super Bowl logo, then it's 100% the Ravens and the Niners. Right. I think it is. <laughs> Without a doubt. Yeah. Uh, because like the last like five years, the logo color... And if you if you see if you guys watch videos, I saw a video of uh, said it was something on the news, and it's like oh uh, something about win tickets to Super Bowl to see the Ravens and the Niners, and then there's another thing that said uh, the performers, it, it, yes, the, the, the performers, the halftime performers for the Ravens versus the Niners. Someone else uh, was taking a video of there at their local supermarket, and it was like a big giant cookie and with frosting, and the frosting was the Ravens and the Niners for the Super Bowl, like. Like, do we, they know something we don't know? So Are they manipulating this more than we think? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, who knows? But um, Casey's going to be watching the Dominican Republic, so he doesn't give a <laughs> shit who wins. Dude, hell yeah. Get get them uh, pina coladas, my man, and enjoy. Um, uh, yeah, I'll be uh, – unfortunately, there's no real sports going on next weekend because NHL is in a break. NFL, there's no games next weekend when I'm in yeah. Arizona. Yeah, but you'll be at the Waste Management. I'll be at the waste management for the for, for a couple practice rounds. Yeah, those which are the party I heard, rounds. Which I heard they're really big parties, just as much of a party as the regular rounds. Yeah, it's bigger, I think. Because so did you watch? I know your sister's going. Did you watch um, Full Swing mm. on Netflix? I watched a little bit. I haven't watched a lot. Oh yet. man, when they did the waste management, there was guys taking their shirts off. During, it was crazy. Guys, like I'm, golfers, I'm not taking my no, shirt no. off. No, golfers <laughs> making a putt, taking their shirts off in practice rounds. I. Fantastic. Sure. It might so. have even been in real round. I hope so. Well, I'm not going to be there for the real round. I know. But I know they did it just the real means round. it's a party. They said because it kickstarts the season. Oh, yeah. It's a huge party. I'm excited. So I'll be there, Waste Management, in Phoenix uh, next weekend. And I'll be there Monday, Tuesday for the uh, – right, and maybe I'll bring some golf content. We don't we don't talk about golf, but I like golf. I'll bring some golf content. I have no problem with that. I'll take some vids. Um, should be a fun time. But yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't have anything else, Jimmy. This was fun. No, uh, it's was good to be fun. back. We took a couple weeks off. Feels like it's been longer, but I know we're going to be gone next week. So we'll see when we do. Probably another. be a couple more weeks because um, then we'll have uh, Dul- after Duluth at home. Then we'll be on the road um, at Western. At Western. So maybe so. after Western, maybe we'll get together talk about Western and, and Duluth for you know okay. hockey and see what else. Figure it out. Casey, does golf suck because you're not good at it, or you just don't like it? <laughs> Good question. All right. Well, I'm Matt. I'm Jimmy. Thanks again to Backswing Brewing. Uh, appreciate your support. And we'll have more on Omaha Beer Week uh, coming up here soon. Um, and we will have more football, hockey, 
Oh, super. We didn't talk about supernovas. True. Uh, Brian's got season tickets. He went there. He posted a sweet video of the Supernovas yes. uh, home opener. They lost in five sets. Uh, I think they lost, what was it, 15 to 13 or 16 to 14. So yeah. they played really well. That was on YouTube as well, so pretty sweet. Um, check out your Supernovas here if you're in the Omaha area or just yeah, outside out the Omaha area. Match. We'll get to a game For with sure. Brian. Yeah. We'll do some tailgating. We'll do some videos. It's going to be a fun time. Um, that fun. So, again, we'll wrap up again. I'm Matt. I'm Jimmy. We are two average guys. Y'all enjoy your Sunday. Go watch some football, and we'll be back with you in a couple weeks. See you next time.